This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. I became attorney general. I have made clear that the Department of Justice will speak through its court filings and its work. Just now, the Justice Department has filed a motion in the Southern District of Florida to unseal a search warrant and property receipt relating to a court-approved search that the FBI conducted earlier this week. That search was of premises located in Florida belonging to the former president. The department did not make any public statements on the day of the search. The former president publicly confirmed the search that evening as is his right. Copies of both the warrant and the FBI property receipt were provided on the day of the search to the former president's counsel, who was on site during the search. The search warrant was authorized by a federal court upon the required finding of probable cause. The property receipt is a document that federal law requires law enforcement agents to leave with the property owner. The department filed the motion to make public the warrant and receipt in light of the former president's public confirmation of the search, the surrounding circumstances, and the substantial public interest in this matter. Faithful adherence to the rule of law is the bedrock principle of the Justice Department and of our democracy. Upholding the rule of law means applying the law evenly, without fear, or favor. Under my watch, that is precisely what the Justice Department is doing. All Americans are entitled to the even-handed application of the law, to due process of the law, and to the presumption of innocence. Much of our work is by necessity conducted out of the public eye. We do that to protect the constitutional rights of all Americans and to protect the integrity of our investigations. Federal law, long-standing department rules, and our ethical obligations prevent me from providing further details as to the basis of the search at this time. There are, however, certain points I want you to know. First, I personally approve the decision to seek a search warrant in this matter. Second, the department does not take such a decision lightly. Where possible, it is standard practice to seek less intrusive means as an alternative to a search and to narrowly scope any search that is undertaken. Third, let me address recent unfounded attacks on the professionalism of the FBI and Justice Department agents and prosecutors. I will not stand by silently when their integrity is unfairly attacked. The men and women of the FBI and the Justice Department are dedicated, patriotic public servants. Every day, they protect the American people from violent crime, terrorism, and other threats to their safety while safeguarding our civil rights. 
They do so at great personal sacrifice and risk to themselves. I am honored to work alongside them. I just got handed the motion to unseal uh, the search warrant. Here's the motion to unseal the search warrant and the property receipt that was filed by the Department of Justice in South Florida. That is what Attorney General Merrick Garland started off this news conference. So we will get that information, what the search warrant said and what the property receipt lists. Um, he also said, and let's underscore this, that he personally approved this search warrant. All indications among everybody that knows how the Justice Department works were that he would have needed to do it because it would be so sensitive. He confirmed that right there. He personally approved the search warrant. He said the Department of Justice doesn't take it lightly. And he made a point of saying he also will not stand by when the FBI and the Justice Department is attacked, that the integrity of his officers and his agents is paramount and that they do a big, hard job, my words, not his, of protecting the American public every single day. So, You see Katie Turr right there, all nervous. But, by, okay, I got a tremendous amount of feedback. Um, he is right now totally lawless. This The Newsweek magazine came out the other day. Newsweek magazine came out. And said they had two senior Justice Department officials that were authorized to talk to Newsweek about this matter that had direct knowledge that said, quote, the Justice Department didn't know anything about this is the FBI. And by the way, Merrick Garland, you are going to stand by. You can talk, you can speak up in that little crackling voice. You're about to wet yourself. You're an embarrassment. I take great pride, Merrick Garland, in that I had a very tiny role when I stepped in to take over the CEO of the campaign on what, August 13th, 14th of uh, 2016, and President Trump was down by a couple of three or more points to Hillary Clinton, and you were going to be a lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court. Every night before I go to bed, I think of that, that I helped destroy your career on the bench because you are a lawless scumbag, and we're going to attack the lawlessness of DOJ and FBI. You're lying right here. Why did it take you so many days to come out? What, what is it? And why did you allow Newsweek magazine to print that and not come out immediately and say it was a lie? Get your lies right. Why did Newsweek magazine said they had two senior Justice Department officials with direct knowledge? Is Newsweek magazine uh, lying? Are the editors going to come up? Are they going to stand by their story? They had two senior Justice Department, uh, Justice Department officials that said they, they had direct knowledge of this matter and were authorized to talk to Newsweek uh, as long as they could be a, a, you know keep their anonymity. And they said, we didn't know anything about this. Justice Department didn't know anything about this. And now we know you signed off on it personally. Why didn't you have the stones to come out the first day? Why did you have to be forced out by war room? You had to be dug out of your, your cave by war room. And the furor of the other media on the right you're a lawless scumbag, and you are going to stand by because we're going to now bring in the barrage of criticism that you are going to be impeached. You're going to be thrown out. You're going to be humiliated because you're a lawless scumbag. Why didn't you come out on Monday and say this? Why did you not come out on Monday and say this? And, 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 and Chris, Christina, the, the, his lawyer, contradicted you, said that she had to ask for the, for the warrant. And they still had part of it sealed. You lied right there. 
You're a liar. And you stood in front of the American people and you just lied right then. You're a liar and we smoked you out of your cave after four days. And you were 40 minutes late. You're back there wetting yourself, the little crackly voice, little crackly voice. You're a lawless scumbag. Your department's a bunch of lawless scumbags. The FBI's a bunch of lawless scumbags. Hey, suck on that. You don't like it? You're a lawless scumbag. Your department's a lawless scum- bunch of lawless scumbags. The FBI is a disaster, an embarrassment, and an American Gestapo. What about the grand jury? What about everything coming down with Trump? What was so vital? Pull it out. Let's see the informant. Let's see everything you got. What's the affidavit you gave the Grundoon magistrate in Florida? If you signed it, why don't you just go over across the street to a federal judge and get it done? And the White House saying, we didn't know anything about this guy saying anything. They're all lawless. They're all going to get impeached. Investigate, litigate, incarcerate, incarcerate, lawless. Do I have Borchette? If I don't, I want to get I got hitters here. Liz, you used to work there. Tell me what your assessment is, ma'am. Well, Steve, he said nothing. He said absolutely nothing. And if he thought that statement was going to stop the bleeding, he's sorely misunderstood. You know, you know, he, he was forced, I think, by the FBI to come out and defend them because Chris Ray can't defend the FBI because he won't say anything. Um, and, you know. When he was talking and saying that the FBI is there to protect Americans from violent attacks, I thought of the summer of, of 2020 uh, during Antifa, you know, when nobody was arrested and convicted, when American cities were burning to the ground. Um, I, I thought about all the pro-life uh, centers that were being attacked and nobody has been arrested for any of them. I, you know, and I also thought about what is happening to the Hunter Biden laptop where there is highly classified information on that laptop, the threat of children being abused on that laptop, and they have had the FBI has had that laptop under the jurisdiction of the Department of Justice for two and a half years? And what have we heard? Zero. Nothing. So clearly, if you look at the facts, this isn't an even-handed Justice Department by any stretch of the imagination. And that statement that he came out to give, in my mind, was it was like Comey's when he came out, which only raised more questions. And, you know, I thought something smells rotten in Denmark. You know, that was a pitiful performance. And he hasn't answered any questions. And I think we just keep pushing harder and harder and demand. Oh, we're going to hammer. 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 By the way, is this the Justice Department you remember? I mean, you you were part of the Justice Department at one time, weren't you, ma'am, in the in the uh, about the child trafficking situation? I, I was involved with child trafficking. They were aggressive. Um, but I'll tell you, when I was looking for missing kids, you know, I had to pull teeth to get the FBI because they wanted to be involved in the fancy stuff. This is the same, you know, the FBI has been going downhill, downhill since the 1980s and 90s. You know, the men, you know, the, you know, the Richmond FBI office that you remember, the tough guys who were formerly street cops um, who would stand up and, you know, and fight the, uh, the, the mafia, fight the street thugs. Those guys are long gone. They're going after pro-life people. They're going after David Delighton types. They're going after, you know, the 
terrorist moms, the domestic terrorist moms at the street, uh, the school board fights. You know, this is this is what they become, a political arm of the Democratic fascist party. And what they did to Donald Trump, there is no justification for that. What they've done to people like David Daleiden, no justification for it. And I am telling you, the American people, those 87,000 IRS jackboots, they're going to be coming for the American people. They're going to shut down MAGA. They're going to shut down pro-life, the little ma and pa operations, because, Steve, we have the playbook, don't we? We have the playbook from Lois Lerner. And if we thought that was bad um, when they were going after the Tea Party, now they have eight, an 87,000-man army coming after us. That's why they have to take out Donald Trump. Of goons, they said. By the way, the, the 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 Joint Senate Committee on Taxation said that Steve Cortez had the eighty five percent of the revenue they're talking about come from couples under two hundred thousand dollars. That would be you in the audience, okay? And now, and the and the one ad which they've taken down because they were outed. You know, you got to be good with firearms. You got to be ready to use lethal force. You got to be ready to do jackbooted type arrest, just like the FBI. No, Merrick Garland, in that little broken voice. Merrick Garland, you're a simp. It's so embarrassing. Attorney General, that little crackling voice, you're crackling all the time. You're scared. Your big old eyes, you're 40 minutes late for a five minute. You didn't have to take a question. You're up there wetting yourself. Be a man and stand up. At least come on and own the space. Own the decision. Own the decision. Don't give me the crackling voice. Don't be a little whiner. You're nothing but a little whiner. Sitting there, the crackling voice, shoulders all humped over. And I will not stand by. Yes, you will stand by. You will stand by because we're going to attack the department. You ain't seen nothing yet. Every day, we're going to be outing you guys. When every whistleblower come forward, every whistleblower in the FBI, on November 8th, you're getting blown out at the ballot box. And starting in January, the impeachment trial of Merrick Garland. So preserve your documents. Investigate, litigate, incarcerate. Today was a, why didn't you come out immediately? Why didn't you come? You love the media so much. Why didn't you come out immediately when Newsweek magazine published, published direct lies from your staff? The Newsweek editors got to come forward now and say, hey, here are the two guys that told us, right? Here's the two people that told us. They said they had Newsweek doesn't make this stuff up. They said they had direct knowledge of the matter and were authorized by the Justice Department to tell them. We don't know what the FBI did. It looked like it, they thought it was a normal course of business. We have no idea what happened. And now you come out today and say you personally approved it. Did they lie and you try to do the misdirection play that we all be satisfied with? No, because the war room and other entities smoked you out of your cave and forced you to come up there today and wet yourself on global TV. You're an embarrassment. You make Biden look like a man. You got to stand in and own a decision. Don't sit there with the little hump shoulders and the crackling voice. Oh, and I will not stand by. Yeah, you will stand by. You're going to stand by. How about this? You're a lawless scumbag. The people around you are lawless scumbags. The FBI is nothing but a new American Gestapo. They're a bunch of lawless thugs, right? You'll kick down the door and put a gold star mother who's a, who's a, a, a election official in Colorado in chains. Your big shots there. You pull Peter Navarro, a 70 year old man off a plane when he's got lawyers talking to him and put him in chains like a dog. 
This is what you, your big shots. Hey, guess what? Your days are ending. You're, you're blown out the ballot box. Then you're going to be brought up on charges. You're going to be impeached. And then criminal charges should be filed against you. This is an outrage. This is an outrage. Let's see the affidavit. Let's see everything. What was it that the Trump lawyers were in discussions? You had a grand jury subpoena. The lawyer on today, Christina Bob, said she had to ask you. You tried to play hardball at first with the warrant, and then you didn't send, show her all the warrant. You didn't show her all of it. They said part of it's sealed. You're a liar. And not just that, you're a wimp liar. You're an embarrassing little wimp, the little crackling voice. You're about to cry there about three or four times. Did you have to get your courage up? You had to walk around and get your courage up? 40 minutes late for a five-minute statement? 40 minutes late for a five-minute statement where you had to have your press officers sit there and mark it up? Yeah, by the way, we told Newsweek the other day we had nothing to do with it. We smoked you out. We smoked you out on a global stage, and now you had to come out and say you did it when you tried to lie and spin it the other day and hope that we would just sit there. Oh, yeah, 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 the FBI. Dave Bossie. Dave Bossie said at the time, that's a lie. It had to be Merrick Garland. And guess what? It was a lie, and it was Merrick Garland. Let me bring in Sam Fattis. Sam, are the great patriots up in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania? Are they just going to sit there and go, oh, this is fine. This is normal course of business, sir? Absolutely not, Steve. We're done. You know, we've been putting together this coalition of patriot groups in Pennsylvania for months now, focused on election integrity. We've got something like 100 groups together at this point, and we're just uh, laying down the law for the establishment and for the system. This has got to change. We're not standing for it. Uh, we're not going to stay on the receiving end of this. Sam, you spent your life, you dedicated your life to your country. A long time of that was with the institution of the Central Intelligence Agency. Talk to me about the national security apparatus and the FBI, how this works. Is this how things are supposed to work? Is Merrick Garland four days after they already put a lie out there that they had no responsibility? It was the FBI guys. And clearly Chris Ray is not man enough to be able to handle the burden. Uh, is this the way this you're part, you were part of the system. Is this the way the system is supposed to work? No, obviously it's not. And quite frankly, it, it, Steve, look, it makes me sick. And I mean, it, it makes me sick as a citizen. It makes me sick as a guy who spent between the agency, CIA and other elements of the intelligence community. I spent 30 years of my life in that apparatus and we were dedicated to the Constitution and the American people. And the fact that this whole thing is being transformed into, I don't know, pick a metaphor, the Democratic Party's new KKK the Gestapo, the secret police is is nauseating. And it makes me think, honestly, that it is so broken that, you know, we're going to have to take a wrecking ball to the apparatus. There are entire agencies here that probably need to be winked out of existence. And there are a lot of others that are going to have to be taken down to the studs. We, we can't meet. These folks have now become enemies of the American people, the folks that are supposed to be your guardians. That's where we are. Sam, there, there are so many good people that work there. I mean, you were there for 30 years. What, tell me right now, what are the good people inside the FBI and the good people inside the Department of Justice that see this going on every day, that see how politicized it's become, that see it's been a weapon of the globalists, it's a weapon of the political arm of the administrative state, the Democratic Party. What, what would be your recommendation to them? What should they do now? Look, I think where we are, and obviously this is a hard, a, a hard point, but that's the reality of where we are, because what's happening is unprecedented. 
we have reached a point where if you're inside this apparatus, the intelligence law enforcement community, you got to look in the mirror and you got to remember what that oath was that you swore. And remember that you didn't sign up to be, you know, the Praetorian Guard for the Biden crime family. And folks have got to start being ready to say, yeah, you want to go execute this raid tomorrow morning? That's a really interesting idea. Guess what? I'm not doing it. My team's not doing it. You want our badges? You want to litigate this in court afterward? Let's let's go. But I can tell you one thing. We are not going to go out and be your political muscle. And I think that kind of ultimate ethical decision is now being forced on everybody and every one of these agencies. You got the whole I'm following orders thing that didn't fly for the for the Nazis or for Japanese generals in 1945 is not an excuse for you in 2022. You got to man up and make some hard decisions. By the way, I want to reinforce what Sam just said there. This did not work for the for the Nazi foot soldiers. It didn't work at the chain of command. It didn't work in the Imperial Japanese. Saying I was following orders is no good. There's enough information out there and ready information. You just can't say you were following orders. So there's enough touch points. You got Jordan, Gates, you got everybody in Congress. If you're whistleblower, you got Veritas. You can come to us. We're very easy to get to. We know there's dozens and dozens and hundreds of you guys out there. Now's the time to step up and say, I'm not supporting this anymore. What do you think? What do you think about his threat? I will not silently stand by what he said, like, you know, his voice cracking about to cry and wet himself at the same time. How, how do you take that, Sam Faddis? Is that a threat? Is that a threat to conservative media and patriot I, groups? I, well, look, first of all, I have no regard for the man. He's 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 useless. He's not only a liar, he's a terrible liar. That's that's the worst of all things, right? To not only lie, but do it so badly. But at this point, honestly, yes, you should take it as a threat. I mean, look, the president's home was searched. Congressman Perry was stopped. They took his cell phone. Yesterday in Harrisburg, the FBI is running around trying to pin things on state legislators who challenged the results of the 2020 election. These are not like one-off events and then it's going to go away. That's what people need to understand. The rule book has been thrown out where the rule of law doesn't apply anymore. These folks are going to keep ratcheting this up. It will not shock me at all to see them arrest Donald Trump sometime before the election on God knows what charge. And uh, there are no limits here. So, yes, they are they are clearly in Pennsylvania right now attempting to intimidate and destroy by reputation, at least, leaders of the America First Patriot Movement, MAGA Movement, or whatever you want to call it. They are, they, those are the folks they are after on the ground in Pennsylvania. I'm sure they're doing that all over the country. Right? They've made this decision. Sam, tell us about that. What, what, are, what is the FBI doing right now in Harrisburg uh, about, uh, about election fraud? What are, the, what, what are their intimidation tactics? Right. So after the 2020 election, there were court challenges to the results in Pennsylvania and challenges to the seating of the electors that, that were going to vote for Biden. So. As part of that, there was an alternate set of electors who would vote for Trump selected. Now, let's be clear on the legality. They didn't send these guys off to Washington, D.C. and say, disregard the legal process, go vote for Trump, try to subvert it. They were named to be available contingent on a court ruling. If a court made a ruling in a legal proceeding, 
throwing out the Biden electors, these folks would be available. No insurrection, no coup, no revolution. Now the FBI and the Department of Justice are somehow trying to make a case that if your name is on that list or you are associated with compiling it, you're now guilty of, who knows what they would call it, sedition, insurrection. Uh, trying to take folks that all they did was say, if there is a legitimate court ruling throwing out the slate of Biden electors, I will vote for Trump. That is now a crime. And they were in Harrisburg in the state capitol yesterday, issuing subpoenas, walking into people's office, interviewing folks. You know, this is all just intimidation. They're trying, They and a number of the folks on that list are significant leaders of large patriot groups in the state of Pennsylvania that are part of this coalition that we assembled. So this is a direct attack on those patriot groups. They're trying to silence them. Sam, tell us about, I think it's August 27th. I want to talk about the gathering you're going to have, and I want everybody in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and even people in the region to know about this. Walk us through what's going to happen. Right. So go to UnitePA.net and look under events, UnitePA.net, and you'll find all the details. We're having a huge rally at an arena that holds many thousands outside of Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. And, you know, it's going to be part pep rally. It's going to be very educational. We've got folks like Catherine Engelbrecht, True the Vote, speaking. But here's the really critical point. It, it concludes, it's not just a feel-good or or learn something event. It builds to a specific call of action at the end to every person in attendance and every group participating to go back into every state rep's district, every state senator's district, town halls, door knocking, uh, up here and outside district offices, turn up the heat statewide on that legislature and tell them only one solution. You return us to in-person voting hard copy ballots on election day, enough with the nonsense, the mail-in voting drop boxes, we won't stand. So we need every Patriot and PA there. It's close to Jersey, it's close to New York, it's close to Maryland, folks can come from all over, UnitePA.net. We'll play it up at UnitePA.net. Real quickly, what's your social media and how they get to Ann Magazine? Easiest way to find me is go to Ann Magazine, A-N-D Magazine, we're at Substack. So it's andmagazine.substack.com. And that'll take you to every place we are on the net. Thank you, Sam. Honored to have you on here. Short commercial break. We got one of our field commanders, Liz Yore, also Captain Seth Keschel. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to return with the outrage of the lying Justice Department. Four days to kind of come up with that. Oh, yeah, it was me. Turns out it was me. Be back in the war room in just a moment. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. 
go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash war room to install the unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, I want to go back to Liz Yore. Liz, you heard uh, Sam Faddish. You heard how people in this country are having a, a, you know, a belly full of this. By the way, what Trump gets 75 million votes. They're not showing any respect to the country. They're not res- showing any respect to the citizens of the country. And they're certainly not showing any respect to the 74 million, uh, tr- 75 million Trump, Trump voters. And this is absolutely outrageous. And uh, no, uh, Merrick Garland, you're going to hear it every day. I am not prepared to sit there silently. Well, go go out there and wh- do that little cracky, whiny voice every day. You think that intimidates people? What, are you going to send your jackboots out to shut down all conservative social media? Is that what you're going to do? Is that the next step? You're going to shut everybody down? Bring it. Bring it. Bring your goons. Bring your jackboots. Bring it. Bring it. Liz, Liz yours. Give me your thoughts, ma'am. Okay, Steve. You know, this is this is my thought about the FBI. They're not investigating Hunter Biden's espionage, clear um, child abuse, um, clear um, grift um, violation of FARA. No, their FBI is spending nine hours going through Melania's wardrobe and going through her shoe closet looking for state secrets. I mean, this is, and you know, Americans are smart. They have common sense. They go, hmm, if they're going to do that to this great man, who has, who has fought so hard for us, what are they going to do to us? And that is the outrage that you're funneling throughout, throughout, you know, the last four days. And, you know, you're great. Somebody that you, you think highly of Charles Pugui, the great French literary intellectual said, 
Freedom is a system based on courage. Well, guess what? The American people are getting a bellyful of what freedom is going to require them to do. They need to be courageous. And they've seen the courage of Donald Trump. They've seen the courage of the moms and dads at the school boards. Uh, they've seen the courage of all those unfair convictions of the J6 people you know, sitting in jail for 18 months with a, a misdemeanor charge. You know, the battle lines are drawn. This isn't going to be fair. Um, it is it is a tough fight. But, you know, it was Vigano who said that there are two opposing sides here. And I think after the last four days, this has been very clear. There is the children of the light and the children of darkness. And he said the children of light constitute the most conspicuous part of humanity, while the children of darkness represent an absolute minority. They may have the money and they may have the power now, but we have the numbers and we have righteousness and freedom on our side. And, you know, at this time in our history, we have to fight for freedom here on our shores. And you saw that insane presentation um, by Mar uh, Merit Gar Meritless Garland. And, you know, that's what we're fighting. You know, I, I immediately thought, oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we set out to deceive. They've been deceiving the American public all along. And they're trying to pull the wool over everybody's eye. We saw what happened in Mar-a-Lago. We cannot unsee it. And so going forward, um, it is the lines are drawn. Uh, our life, liberty, and the pursuit of our happiness is now under assault by our own government. And so the American people will act with courage, with truth, will fight within the law, and we will prevail. Um, but it's it's not going to be easy. Um, and we're going to see, everybody has got to really take up our, you know, the spiritual arms that this this Christian nation was founded on and really double down as George Washington got on his knees, we need to get on our knees and then protect our freedom and protect our children. And unless that's done, we're going to you know, give our country over to the fascists. And so that's the battle lines. Um, Donald Trump um, showed us what is really at stake here. And um, for that, we are all eternally grateful. Liz, you spent your life in the in, in about about law and order you, you've you know you've dedicated your life you've been a prosecutor you've been at the, the tip of the spear about the safety of children and child trafficking and all that you've dedicated yourself uh before i go to south Castro, i gotta ask i want to ask you something and i want to go back you know um ray had the hard drive the laptop from hell starting in december of 2019 and mm -hmm. the doj had it also they were delivered at the same time doj that uh, it's quite obvious in spending just a few hours in there, not looking at the Chinese Communist Party compromise of the Biden crime family monetarily, which is all open. And remember, we came out on the show. This is why I'm banned on Twitter for life is that Jack Maxey kept putting stuff up. Right. And they took and that. I never had a Twitter account, but the war and Twitter account was permanently banned because we were putting up the hard drive from hell, the stuff, you know, not just the compromise. Jack, I said, come for the porn. You stay for the compromise. They're putting up the depravity of Hunter Biden's life, the depravity of what Joe Biden and Joe raised. Let's let's be let's just cut to it now. And he's an animal. He's nothing more than an animal. 
He lives like an animal. He was acting. He was on. Ta he taped himself. It's all there. All, all the depravity. It's all there to see. The drugs, the women, the pornography. But in there, and it's not hard to see, is the issues related to the children in the family. Is you're an expert in this? Isn't Delaware law when they got that immediately? And, and of course, they lied and they had the the intelligence community come out and say it was all Russian disinformation, which was a lie. The New York Post knew that. The Murdoch lawyers knew that. Rudy Giuliani knew that. Bob Costello knew that. Steve Bannon knew that. War Room knew it. So we came out. We had the courage to put it up there early. And we dare anybody. I said, I dare anybody show any of this stuff is false. They've never done it. In fact, now all the news organizations, year and a half after the election, all say, yeah, it's all true. And they got a grand jury up there. But regarding Hunter Biden's inappropriate behavior around children, which is well documented in there. In fact, there's all types of messages from other adults in the in that area, you know, warning about it, criticizing it, making observations. Didn't Joe Biden as an educator, didn't didn't she and, 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 and Joe Biden have a moral responsibility? And quite frankly, Joe has a legal responsibility in the state of Delaware to report that to authorities. Did Dr. Jill Biden, who we got to call her Dr. Jill because she's an educator. Well, hey, baby. In Delaware, as an educator, correct me if I'm wrong on the law, she has a, a legal obligation to turn that over to authorities immediately. Is that correct, Liz? I don't want to misstate the law, and I'm not an expert. That is correct. She's a mandated reporter. Um, having information and knowledge of potential child abuse, she is required to report that. Um, the Bo Biden Foundation that he set up upon you know, his death um, we're supposed to protect children. Oh, and by the way, Louis Free is still a board member on that Child Protection Foundation. So, you know, this is the interesting thing that people don't realize. With the advent of computers, it's really quite easy now for law enforcement to investigate and prosecute cyber crimes against children, cyber crimes, you know, that were all on the Hunter uh, laptop. It's all there. It's, you know, it's the document and evidence. They don't have to go searching around like the old days when they didn't have computers and, and going through papers and it's all there. And especially with Hunter, who filmed everything and, and you know, has phone calls, has his own memos. It's all there. It is the, the easiest. This is, this, is, this is one of the criticisms of the uh, some of the adult women in his family about his relationships to all these sites he would go to and open conversations we have around the children and the inappropriate the his inappropriate uh the way he would comport himself inappropriately not my words theirs mm -hmm. doctor so the fbi merrick garland your big talk we're for law and order you know chris ray we're defending this we're so great you that little thing you did in your crackling voice wetting yourself on global tv you're not where are you on rolling up dr jill biden how come dr jill biden's never been interviewed I'm not saying Hunter Biden's guilty of this. I'm not saying that. But the law, the law, the bar there is pretty low that you have to start an investigation to guess what? Wait for it. Protect the children. So she is a mandated reporter, Dr. Jill Biden. Why has she never been called in? Why has the FBI never gone there? Rudy Giuliani, Bernie Carrick, hand walked the laptop down to you. And I think it was uh, September of 2020. Has there been, what's the records there? What, what, what happened? What are you guys doing? You've had the laptop since 19 and it takes you about two hours 
to get right. to the Hunter Biden inappropriate with children part. So, Dr. Jill Biden, you heard this from your daughters in law and your and, and all the wives and all the it, it's all there to see the emails, the text messages. And guess what? The photographic evidence. Where is that? She's a mandated reporter. And so Merrick Garland, if you're such a big shot and you're going to, you know, it's all for law and order in the American way. And you're so great. And we're supposed to be so thankful. Where are you on this? Where are you interviewing Doc? Instead of going out and putting a gold star mother, chain her up like a dog in Colorado. How come you haven't gone seen a Jill Biden? Excuse me. Dr. Jill Biden, why haven't you gone see Dr. Jill and just ask Dr. Jill about about the protection of the children and what went on and what she knew and when she knew it and why, because as a mandated reporter, she never filed anything and never talked about it. Liz, am I too far off base there, ma'am? No, you're not, Steve. You know, it is um, the information, as we know from Miranda um, at the New York Post, the information that Jack Maxey has provided, it's a treasure trove. And the American people have been denied um, the ability to know what the Biden family was doing. Were they selling America down the road to our enemies? Um, Were children at risk? What has been done to protect those children? Why hasn't there been um, an investigation into um, the danger to these children? Um, Both, you know, human trafficking victims who we, you know, believe were part of his um, uh, Hunter Biden's entree into, you know, all the sordid things he does. Um, And there has been nothing for two and a half years. That is not, as Merrick Garland say, equal justice under the law. That is not being impartial, Merrick Garland. That is picking and choosing what investigations, based on their political agenda, who you're going to investigate. Um, this is this has got to end. You know, there is information that is absolutely critical to the protection of children, um, to the protection of the United States. Um, and what the Biden family has been doing since at least 2014, if not us longer than that. Um, But this, you know, when he talks to the American people and says, you know, I am and the FBI are, you know, justice is blind. We will pursue the crime wherever it goes. It's crap. It's crap. It's crap. It's a lie. If if that's the case, go interview Dr. Jill today. Hey, let me be blunt and, you know, but let me be frank. Get into the laptop from hell. Read Miranda's book, but then get into the content itself, and you will see Dr. Jill Biden and Joe Biden raised an animal. He's nothing more than an animal. Mm-hmm. The people in his family say that. The mm-hmm. drugs, the perversion. It's a, he, They raised an animal. Now own the animal. Where is the FBI? And Garland, with your breaking voice and your little hunched shoulders and your little midget physique, right, and you're wetting yourself on global TV, be a man. Be a man. You want to be a man? Don't go out to a gold star mother and chain her up like a dog. Go to the dog that the Bidens raised. And why don't you chain that up for a while and have Dr. Jill answer that? You're not going to take it. You're going to take all we give. How about that? You're going to take it every day, every second, every day. And all those scumbag Gestapo at Jack Boots at the FBI are going to take it too. Liz, how do people get to you on social media, ma'am? Yes, ma'am. Uh, the other thing I would say is don't forget the 50 uh, intelligence directors, intelligence officers who said, oh, no, this was Russian uh, disinformation. Yeah. And, you know, and yeah. as a result, put put the lid on this before the election. 
that is outrageous. They were lying and they knew where they li- were lying. I'm Elizabeth Yore. And but, 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 ho, 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 ho. Now you go there. Now you go there. Where was the Justice Department and FBI that knew that wasn't the case? Did they come forward the next day at the microphone that you stood at today and say, no, that's actually not correct. It's not disinformation. We know that because we checked back in 19. This is the type of scumbags you are. You should have stepped up then and said, no, those 50 that put that put the letter out. It's in the New York Times. They're incorrect. We now know as we knew at the time. And you don't think that took courage of the New York Post? I'm no fan of the Murdoch's. But they went up to the highest level and the lawyers and approved that. They knew what they had. Miranda, divine hero. Emma Joe Morris, hero. And the scumbags at the DOJ and the FBI, you stood silent when you knew the intelligence officers were lying. Where they're going to get all of their security clearances stripped. And I think their pensions ought to be stripped. They ought to strip their pensions, strip the way they, they cash out, which is use that to use the uh, to use the uh, their their top secret and classified clearances, strip it all and let you go back to being a greeter at Walmart. OK, <laughs> you guys are scum. Where was the FBI to stand in front of a microphone that day and said, no, th- these guys are wrong. Well, you know why? Because you told them to do it. You're part of it. Liz, one more time. Let's get. I won't shout over you giving your social media. You got me all worked up, Liz. You know, you know how to get an Irishman. You know how to get an Irishman rolling. I can tell. That's because I'm Irish. Um, and and also the FBI gets billions of dollars from you know taxpayers to investigate child cases, child protection cases. FYI to Congress. Um, I'm everywhere on Elizabeth Your. Uh, on all the platforms, and my website is your y o r e children dot com. Thank you very much. Honored to have you on here, ma'am, as usual. Let's go to Captain Seth Keschel. Cap- uh, Captain Keschel, uh, this all gets down to the stolen election. Uh, let's, let's talk about it is, is that they know they stole it. They're trying to figure out every different way in the world they can protect it. They don't want Trump coming back, roaring back with another massive victory. Us have a huge victory in November and then a massive victory in 2024. You've got their heads blown up today. They start. We start the morning show with Morning Joe talking about some guy saying, hey, it's all the local level. They're taking back state legislatures. They're taking election officials. Walk us through what you're doing in this effort you've got to make sure that we get to the bottom of every state of what happened and to make sure that we have free and fair elections in the future. Captain Keschel. It's still a critical point to teach people what's going on with the system of elections, not just in the past four years or eight years, but really for decades. You can see going back several decades that there's been a distortion of trends in our electorate that has impacted not just the 2020 race, but all the way back through various midterms that seem to be a bit of a test run up until 2020. You see the Kentucky governor's race in 2019. You have several midterm races in 2018 that are certainly disparate races. We also had a front row seat to the Arizona Republican primary on August the 2nd, which was definitely questionable. The president, President Trump, meaning the president, definitely chimed in on the Kerry Lake race, which was a very suspicious race as well. And you messaged me earlier about those drop boxes, and it was kind of interesting that the media has taken note that patriots are taking ownership of the boxes back. Let's talk about that. That's one of the things they're getting on you today on Morning Joe. They're, they're, they're wetting themselves, Guardian, saying this is the new fascism. You've got people, and I want you to talk to, we've got about four minutes left, to go through what are you doing in every state. I guess you guys are trying to surveil every Dropbox to make sure there's no more uh, Zuckerbox problem and no more 2,000 mules. Is that correct? Well, it actually wasn't my idea at the front end. I saw Carrie Lake in Payson, Arizona in May. 
and the subject came up about massive ballot harvesting in Arizona. And she had mentioned briefly that it would be awfully interesting, almost like a military CQ watch, to have patriots from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. during election season, which, of course, a lot of these states have foolishly instituted several weeks of early voting. Texas had three weeks in 2020. And to have watch parties around the drop boxes, no harassment involved, no violence, no violence suggested. But if there's nothing going on, as in 2000 mules would dispute that, if there's nothing going on, then what is the issue with having some extra eyes there, especially in states that have banned ballot harvesting? Anybody shows up with more than one ballot, isn't that illegal? So that's one mechanism. You know, a lot of the fraud in 2020 was perpetrated straight up blocking and tackling. Here's a fraudulent voter roll. Here's mail-in ballots. Here's mules to run the ballots to the drop boxes. That's simple A to B to C, station to station election fraud. Something has to be done to be able to keep eyes on to prevent what we saw happening in all the key swing states and beyond in 2020. So I want to make sure people know how to get to you because you've got three things you can provide. Number one, you still give the best, most concise brief that after you've seen it and I've shown it to hedge fund guys throughout the world, you just go, okay, it was mathematically impossible for Biden to win. It's so, the uh, ripple so obvious. You also talk about a plan of how you're going to sort it out now. And then you've got this about the ballot drop box. You go around, I know you go around the country lecturing and, and, and interacting with Patriot groups. How do people get to you? How are they following social media? But more importantly, how they reach out to you to get you to work with their community or get you to come to their state to talk? Go to capk.com, C-A-P-T-K.com, if you want to book me for an event. And also on social media, you can see me on Telegram and Truth Social and Getter at at real Keschel, K-E-S-H-E-L, or Keschel.substack.com. Tons of information. It's been a massive library. You can go for the Captain's Battlegrounds on Rumble. Those are those videos where you can see the trends in about five minutes per county. Simple click, send it to your buddies, and, hey, what's wrong with Gwinnett County, Georgia? What's wrong with... Cobb County, what's wrong with Harris County, Texas, that's how you do that. And we have to change minds by getting to where people are that are sitting on the fence and showing them as they're suffering under this administration, yes, these elections are cooked and here's how. The Captain's Battlegrounds, we're going to go maybe take one a day and go through that next week. Captain Seth Keschel, you're a patriot. Thank you so much for joining that's us. Tomorrow morning at 10, at 10 o'clock in the morning, we're going to pick it back up. I'm sure it's going to be hot and heated. Also, this weekend on Saturday, we're going to have a special with Alex Jones and myself to go through the Great Reset, the War for the World, and maybe a couple of three current events that have happened this week. That'll be Saturday, 10 a.m. to noon. Okay, until tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. You've been here in War Room Battleground. We'll see you tomorrow morning at War Room Pandemic, 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time.